0: Welcome back to Batman News Weekly. This is episode 144 in year three, and this week is going to be interesting because we have so many topics, juicy topics, if I might add. I do want to point out there are going to be no comic reviews on this podcast because me and Clay have kind of been talking about it. Do we even wanna cover I Am Batman? We haven't cared about it for the last two issues or so. There's nothing excited about it going on. And I feel like we're just covering it to cover it, but we don't like it. And normally what we usually do is we drop books we don't like. It's the kind of the way to show you guys that, hey, we would stop buying these books. Like we wouldn't, you know, if we're not gonna read them, we're not gonna buy them. And that's just kind of how our way to tell you that's kind of going on um but you know this is a podcast where we cover everything batman so that's not going to include us covering every single title because sometimes you know they're not worth covering because they're just so bad um or we don't have time you know it happens but for the most part i think we cover everything that's good or that we think is good um but yeah so there's not gonna be no reviews Uh, we said this in discord if there are going to be times in the future where we don't have reviews what would you guys prefer would you prefer us not to or would, not to do reviews at all? Would you prefer us to review old comic books? Because there's so many old Batman comic books we could recover. Or should we recover like a movie or something that we've never covered on the show? Um, so let us know your thoughts, whether that be in the Discord or in the comment section or even on Twitter. Because that is a new thing that we're trying out this week. Clay asked some questions on Twitter. So uh, you can let Clay or me know on Twitter as well if you think what we should do if there are no reviews for a week. So yeah, Clay, anything to add to that?
1: Yeah, no, I think that, you know, we, you said it best, you know, we try to give everything a chance. Um, We have had the opportunity uh, and we will always thank that opportunity to read books a little early. Um, Some are, you know, usually we're excited about. I know there's one in two weeks that, juice has really been There's wanting one to get next to week
0: that i'm really upset about
1: yes next week yes next week he is upset about it um but in two weeks he's gonna be really excited about a book mm-hmm. and then immediately after that yeah we can't get too much into that yeah. one um, i'm super
0: excited <laughs> about that one book though that i texted you about last night i was like oh my god yeah like i'm super excited for that but yeah so um we threw this out there because we've talked about this prior to this podcast that if you know if we're on the fence with Zdarsky man he's had two Batman runs that are not the main Batman title and we haven't liked them and then if he's gonna start giving us bad Batman monthly are we gonna continue to cover it you know what I mean some people were like dude you didn't even drop Tynan's run and I'm like true we didn't we didn't drop that run at all but we did have that bi-weekly so
1: it was we had more hope I think now were we have we confirmed that chips run is only going to be monthly?
0: I I would be surprised if it was biweekly. We'll find out in 2 weeks.
1: Yeah, I you know? mean I I guess we uh, will. Um we you know our contact is pretty uh lively on updating uh, that for us and so we will learn fairly quickly if yeah. we will see chip doing a monthly book or if he will do uh bimonthly. so yeah. i i am eager to see i we've we've had a small discussion on a certain book yes. um and we have kind of the same thoughts but opposing thoughts also so i think it's going to be an interesting discussion yeah i'm really eager to see what our listeners have to say about it i think it will be very 50 50 i think
0: yeah yeah for those that listen to us you probably know what we're talking about already (laughs) Uh, which leads into the first topic i want to talk about uh our main topic is going to be the joker 2 news that came out this week uh if you think this is deja vu we talked about joker 2 last week because it was the announcement this week there is the possible harley casting and just plot of the movie or what the movie is going to be about which is insane but I wanted to open this podcast with an article that came out from Bleeding Cool. We've mentioned this before. Bleeding Cool, very hit or miss at times. But they have usually been correct when it comes to big comic news, like Tom King leaving Batman and also Black Batman. And I think the cancellation of 5G. I think they were also a part of that. I could be wrong. But so when it comes to comic stuff, they're usually pretty good as a source. But... There was this article that came out about the future of Catwoman and Valmont, which is the Wish Ghostmaker, as Clay says. Um, And if you were in the Discord, you know how I felt about that article. And the reason why we're not going to dive deep into that is because I have read ahead. And because of embargoes and stuff, I cannot confirm nor deny what happens in that article? And so, in good faith, I am not going to talk about this because I don't think I can talk about it without spoiling stuff, and yes. I don't think that's fair to listeners. And I obviously we don't want to destroy connections with our our person that gets us the books. So uh, we will talk about that in the future to you know see what is real and what is not because you know you can't always believe all these articles. But um, there are things that we definitely will be talking about in the future. So I, I'm not going to talk about that um and but the biggest thing i don't know should we do the little things and build up to joker and we have to talk about ezra miller this week or should we just talk about that now
1: let's go ahead and get it done with okay um so juice go ahead and and we've been talking about this since the hawaii stuff right
0: it's weird yeah um. So what's going on here is I woke up this morning and I saw hashtag Ezra Miller. I was like, mm, it's probably just some stupid shit. Yesterday, so quick rundown, Ezra Miller's been going kind of crazy He's last this year, I should just say. He's had plenty of incidents in Hawaii, getting on a karaoke stage and yelling at some woman. Uh, we know last year he pushed a woman down on video. We had him stealing passports from people he was stealing with, or uh, staying with, and All of just these weird reasons he's been arrested in Hawaii. Um, Apparently, one of them was over NFTs or crypto or some crap like that. I'm just like, what is going on? Well, the latest stuff is that he is on the run, apparently, with a 18-year-old girl that he's known for a really long time. Somebody said that uh, the 18-year-old girl was like, my parents are crazy and uh, I'm a grown person and I can do whatever I want. Now, granted, 18-year-olds in America... Have that right. They don't have to live under their parents. They don't have to listen to their parents. That's kind of what happens. You depending on what state you're in, it could be 17 or even 16. So with this thing is, I don't think the 18 year old going with Ezra Miller is the big thing, but there's a lot of conflicting reports coming out saying that you know Ezra Miller's known this person for a really long time, like when they were from like ages 12 to 14 ish. Yes, and they're saying that this could be possible grooming. Yeah. And that's always really weird. Uh, the parents have said they don't think that their daughter is posting on social media because she doesn't have a phone. So that is pretty interesting. But Ezra Miller has money, so he could just buy her a phone. So I don't I don't want to put too much weight on that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because um, people buy burner phones all the time as well. Um, but the stuff that came out today... Is very, very interesting. Well, I should say the stuff that came out yesterday because he posted on his Instagram saying that he's in another universe and nobody's gonna catch him. Like he thinks he's like the real Flash or some <laughs> shit right now. And he thinks he's fucking, you know, time jumped or whatever. And he he just posted all these weird things you would expect from Ezra Miller, but it's weird when he's on the run, quote unquote, allegedly.
1: Um, well, and I think was we... it the what was the article title that I shared in the Discord? It was uh, Ezra. I... It was it was the flash star Ezra Miller has deleted their Instagram after posting a string of memes taunting authorities who are actively searching for the actor. Yeah. Like what the That's hell? Weird.
0: Yeah, if you're WB, how do you not make a statement on this? You know what I mean? Um, and I, it's just so weird. So let me read what I saw on Twitter. Now, granted, this is not um, this is pulled from a news website called LastRealIndians.com. I don't know how real this is. I don't, I don't know if they're sourced from, who owns them, whatever, but the reason why I think this may be a credible source is because the people involved in the story are indigenous. So uh, I made a comment on, uh, in discord. I was like, "Whoa, this story is kind of crazy. Cause these people have kind of crazy names, but I did say, I was like, unless they're native American, they got some wild ass names because their names are like iron eyes. And I think like jumping Eagle or something like that. But those are very common native American names. So yes. I was like, okay, that makes total sense. But According to this article, um, Ezra Miller is uh, this. I'm reading this from a quote of somebody, but then they linked the article. This person on Twitter says Ezra Miller is a predator. They have shown a pattern of repeat cult like physiological, uh, physiological control over to I think it's Tocata, and assaulted their mother and brought a gun into their home with their without their family's consent. So it includes pictures. And one of the photos is Ezra Miller with like a ski mask on you can tell it's Ezra Miller uh, because the ski mask isn't on very well and he's brandishing a gun but he's also taking a photo with the chief who I guess is the father then there's a photo of a woman who has bruising on her arm this is said that this bruising is from Ezra Miller slamming the door on her arm which you know there's no video of that so we can't this is all allegedly by the way um, there's another photo of the uh, le- the supposed daughter, that's what they say in this, this photo, that she has bruising on her arm after um, something, like, it says, following an overdose of LSD when she was rescued from Ezra's farm. So I guess he has a farm somewhere. But, okay. And she has visible bruises. But the last thing is a clip or a a photo from the article that I think is the most damning and most concerning. And I don't know if I mentioned this on last week's podcast or if I just mentioned this in the Discord. But I was like, we're getting really close with the grooming allegations now from hearing something about Ezra Miller possibly doing something with underage kids.
1: Yeah. I'm just
0: getting those vibes. This article says... However, while in London, Ezra, Ezra attempted to sleep in the same bed as a 14 year old Takata before being chased off by a chaperone who ordered Ezra to sleep elsewhere. That is very concerning. Look, only people that should be sleeping in kids' beds are parents. And when the child's like scared or something, you know what I mean? Like that happens. I have a niece. She gets scared. You know, usually she'll go to her parents' bed or something like that. Fourteen-year-olds with somebody else that is not their relative—it's pretty sus. You know what I mean? And we—we've had. You can get into this whole moral thing about her being eighteen and stuff, but it seems like he's had this weird infatuation, according to the stories, allegedly with this particular girl. Yeah. And from fourteen years old, if him trying to sleep in her bed is actually true and now he's on the weirdest thing why is he on the run like people don't go on the run if there's not something to hide
1: see the the i would assume because yes you are absolutely right there you shouldn't be on the run if there is nothing to hide i think it is a stupid teen rebellious thing Because, again, she is 18 now. Yeah. She is a child. Mm -hmm. She can be like, I can make my own decisions and I decide I'm in love with Ezra Miller, blah, blah. But again, the grooming part, the fact that she was possibly very much manipulated as a child by Ezra. That's the concerning thing. And whatever he says, she can just go googly eyes all for and. You know, she's just going to do whatever he says now.
0: Yeah. It's also like when somebody can get you anything you want like that, you're just like, wow. And especially when you're young, you know what I mean? Because there are people that go their whole lives wishing they could just be able to do something like that. Right. You're like, I have somebody that does that for me. I'm awesome. You know, like it's very easy to be manipulated.
1: And here's, here's the problem that I have. Um, I have another podcast group that is, of course, with my other network that I work with in podcasting. We're all over this. We're talking about it. And there's and I'm still kind of included in that. Mm. But I like if these allegations, these last parts of this article, if these allegations are true and there is evidence of this, it is like point blank. This is what he was doing. Something needs to change. But I have been seeing a lot of people saying, This is not going to happen. Like Ezra is still going to be the Flash. He's still, you know, protected by WB. They don't care. Like, it's fine. Quote unquote. But. There. There's people are only so untouchable, you know, Mm -hmm. you can only stretch that out for so far, you know, okay, this guy keeps on getting speeding tickets and he's not paying them whatever, you know, he's he's going to get this huge paycheck from WB and then he can pay them all off. Like this is very concerning, especially in a medium that is centered. And I know that people hate this phrase centered around children. These are superheroes. Yeah. These are the, your, your key audience is anywhere from the ages of like seven and freaking 17. Like you have a 10 year large audience that you are really trying to be like, Hey, These movies are for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't want your superhero being somebody that grooms kids. You know what I mean? Um, And here's the thing. I think a lot of people, and it's unfortunate timing, a lot of people are like, look what happened with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Look what happened with them. Like, you got to wait until it happens in the court of law. This is a very, very different situation. Amber Heard was in her 20s when she met Johnny Depp and they got married. Johnny Depp, 45. I'm not somebody that uh, likes to argue age or anything like that because I think we're, human species are very different. I don't think age is a big thing, but we do have laws in set. I don't think anybody over 18, or that's weird when you get into 18 and 17 year olds because like, you know, people in high school date. That's, that's I think, is fine. But when you're like 20 something dating a 16 or 17 year old, that's fucking weird. That, that shouldn't be happening. Um... But if you're like 20-something dating to something for a 40-year-old, there shouldn't be any issues there. But the thing is, too, is there was no grooming allegations to Amber Heard. Like Johnny Depp wasn't like, hey, uh, you know, you're 14 now, but when you become 18, how about you come talk to me? You know what I mean? And it's coming out a lot. I think this maybe it's because of the Me Too stuff that happened years ago. But there's a lot of instances of grooming coming out from a lot of celebrities. This is like the new thing to do people talk to like actresses and stuff when they're really young and then when they're 18 they just so happen to start hanging out with particular people uh, the chick that uh, there's rumors of it happening with i think it was like a producer or something from like arc icarly or nickelodeon is dating uh what's her or married what's her face the jade from victorious i think there's a big age difference there if oh, i'm not mistaken really? i like, could be wrong But there was like grooming allegations there because he was working on the show and stuff when she was younger. Uh, Feel free to check me. I want to say that that is true, but again, I'm not, I don't have the article pulled up, but I want to say I've read that before. A lot of people say that it's a big thing that Drake does because he just so happens to hang out with a lot of 18 year olds.
1: Yeah. That's, you know, (laughs) I've been Um, seeing, unfortunately people like really like, and of course, unfortunately, um people meme the shit out of this stuff on tiktok on instagram Mm -hmm. on whatever and drake has been one of those that i've seen memed on a lot this week uh, as well as uh, ezra
0: his is really weird because he's like at the 18 birthday party of a lot of like supermodels and stuff and that's just like uh and he's also millie bobby brown came out and said she was really friends with drake when she was like in her 14 and 16 years of age and stuff yeah. I'm like, why is drake hanging out with teenagers like you know what i mean yeah. um like that's just it, it's it's different if you work with somebody but drake is not on stranger things drake is not in godzilla like you know what i mean it's just odd in my opinion um but doesn't doesn't mean that you can't be around these types of people. It's just weird, you know what I mean? It looks weird, but if you had a le- legitimate explanation, then okay. Um, but with Ezra going on here,
1: it's just been spiraling, man. Like I, I was gonna ask you, at what point do you think WB has to pull the plug? Like not this, like eh. Or like, eh, like uh, everybody will forget about it by next summer. Everybody will forget about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Like, what time do you have to be? Like, no, we're cutting ties. We're making announcements. We're changing things up, and it has to be very vocal. At what Legitimately,
0: point? legitimately, this girl needs to die. That's when they'll change it. If but, her, if if you find out that this not young girl on
1: fucking would, Jesus yeah, Christ,
0: yeah, yeah, I I hope it doesn't do that, but I think. They've waited this long that they're like, we're just gonna wait it out. We're just gonna wait it out because they can ride the Johnny Depp Amber Heard wave.
1: You know and, what I mean? And that's kind of the, the. It's very unfortunate that we've joked around with this, um, but in that group chat that I'm in, um, mm. we've said like, don't be surprised if you know you see. Freaking either manslaughter or murder charges on Ezra in the next coming years. Um, yeah, I'm, it it is spiraling fast. Like we weird, we man. we went from we went from hey I'm gonna go probably threaten Nazis on Instagram yeah. to literally physically assaulting people and like all of Hawaii being threatened by <laughs> Ezra yeah. Miller allegedly. And then, allegedly. Yeah, and then now quote unquote kidnapping, grooming, like hard drugs, like it's 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 gotten into this weird spot really, really fast.
0: Yeah. And for everybody that's gonna to gonna ride on the she's 18, she can do whatever she wants, it I think I agree legally she can, but I think it goes into a morality thing. Like just think about it if it was your sister, your niece or somebody like that. If you knew there was this weird guy in her life and he's not right. Would you not try to protect her? I think that's where a lot of people are. You know what I mean? They don't want this to get to the point where like Ezra is unhinged at the moment. Like he just seems very unhinged. If it was my sister, my niece, anybody, my friends, because I've had friends that have, bad, have had bad boyfriends. And I'm like, yo, are you good? Like you sure? All this kind of stuff. You, you just get concerned for people. And maybe this is what they want, because, again, if if the grooming allegations were real and if they're right, then that means he has a power over her. And so I would be concerned as well. I I would fear for her because how far is she going? Like, how far is she down to go for Ezra Miller? You know, what I mean, Um, if they're doing drugs and getting alcohol and all this shit involved, like that's really crazy. And I don't think anybody wants to see somebody hurt because of Ezra Miller. You know what I mean? Especially if she's already like overdose on LSD and shit. Like if those articles are real, like the hell's going on there.
1: And it's and really, it's really weird. Have you read some of these articles where she is calling him her comrade? Like it's not her friend, Ezra. It's I haven't read that. Comrade. No. Yeah she she does not call him a or they a friend. That's weird. They they, they say comrade, and I'm like, are y'all in like? a war or something like yeah like why why the phrasing well
0: ezra miller gives me the vibe of being the extreme like you know how like the far right have the people showing up in u-hauls right now to go mess up pride parades
1: jesus christ ezra
0: miller could be the far left version of that like i get that kind of vibe like he's willing to cause violence against people that you know aren't sticking up for lgbt or that kind of jazz yeah because there's bad people on both sides like A lot of people don't talk about that, but there are. Um, And Ezra Miller could be of that mindset because there are people out there that think like, no, we need to be crazier. We need to do more shit to get our voice out there. And I'm just like, bruh. And again, it's very easy. Well, he's a celebrity, so it wouldn't matter. Ezra Miller could easily get weapons and firearms if he wanted to. Um, It's not hard in America anyways, but like he could probably get even more shit because he's famous. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. if, this, if he wants to get this person a gun, get them a gun. Like, I am just very concerned about what's going on with Ezra, Ezra Miller. As a company, optics-wise, even if these rumors were coming out, like, it's different for the Johnny Depp stuff because I'm like, those are two adults. Like, shit happens, let them have them on court. This is a, a kid, an 18-year-old. But the allegation started before she was 18. And if there were instances of this, I'd be like, bro, like, let's just well, bring and- in...
1: And that is why I bring up the what happened today, or or that what is dropping today. A separate family mm-hmm. is getting granted a basically restraining order against Ezra Miller. Yeah, this and this isn't
0: is, the Tocata kid.
1: From what I am seeing, it is. Uh, they not. don't
0: give out. They don't give out minors' names. So exactly. OK, so it may be somebody because we, we the, can't confirm that
1: the first part of the article is talking about everything that is currently happening with the Takata individual. Yeah. And then it goes into a conversation of, oh, we spoke to a 12 year old, their parents and their neighbors about mm-hmm. this certain incident. And they were very vague on details just because to protect the individual's yeah. identity. But like if they are getting if they are getting granted this yeah, It is showing that the public is seeing, hey, this individual is doing things that the entire world is seeing and yeah. saying, hey, we need to protect these people.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, I would have cut ties already, Um, to be honest, if it was me, because DC has a built-in replacement already. Yeah, look, and the thing is, I would cut ties way earlier because you already know it's gonna be a year out before this movie happens, so you would just tell everybody, "Look, we're gonna reshoot every single flash scene that has a close up of Ezra. If we can replace his, uh, you know, the uh... actually, I would reshoot everything that has Ezra because we already know what happens when you just try to digitally alter something. You get Henry Cavill's weird face, so <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do that. So I would just body double everything, green screen him out, do all that kind of jazz. But you would just have to film his parts, and then hopefully there's enough of the movie that doesn't focus on Ezra like close-ups and all this kind of stuff and you can just like leave that in there you know um but I would the faster you take him out of the movie the easier it'll be to replace him you know what I mean but if if this if they wait until like December and they're like okay we gotta we're gonna have to take him out and we have to reshoot everything that movie's not coming out in June or March or whenever the hell it's supposed to come out um yeah and it's funny. I saw a tweet saying Ezra Miller is doing everything in his power to make us sure we never see this Flash movie. It
1: is uh, so weird. Like, again, it. I wonder if they would just literally just say, hey, we're there. There's not going to because how do you promote this movie? How? How do you yeah. promote this movie? You have Keaton. Yes, he's going to be a big draw in this movie. I think that they're going to use him from now, especially for yeah. most of the promotion. OK, yeah. well, he doesn't know a damn thing. And even Keaton, like the, the actor Keaton yeah. doesn't know much about like multiverse and multiverse theory and like how this is supposed to be in the greater DCEU. He doesn't care about that. He no. The only thing he cares is I'm Batman. Like that's all he cares about. Yeah. And he's getting that paycheck for it.
0: Mm-hmm. You and can't probably a big one.
1: You can't put Sasha Kaye as the face of your press tour because, like, she's not supposed to be the main character in this. She may be a supporting character, and she yeah. may get credit for a supporting character, but like Ezra Miller is supposed to be the face of this movie. Yeah, and I just don't know that this is a PR nightmare.
0: I, the way you save this film is you go into it letting people know that Ezra Miller is going to be replaced. It's unfortunate, right? Because you're going to have to spoil the movie. Um, I, You say that Ezra Miller is going to get replaced and you just bring in Grant Gustin, man. You need a clean boy. That's what you need right now. You need the cleanest boy to come in here and replace Ezra. Everybody loves Grant Gustin. They don't love the Flash show, but they love Grant Gustin, you know? And just bring him in and be like, He's replacing the Flash. We've already shown this happen on the show. It might bring some buzz to the final season of the Flash. And then, bam, you know, again, you have the Flash show end with him running into the the Speed Force, and he just shows up in this timeline. You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine that? Like, give it the reboot treatment. Like, for those of you that don't know the show Reboot, spoilers, uh, they die at the end. Like, I've never seen a show like that (laughs) it was fucking wild when as i grew up i realized like oh reboot means to restart everything in your computer and they were in the computer they died like and i was wondering why they were running away from a white void at the end of that show and i'm just like so you do that with the flash like just make it a catastrophic event like everybody's gonna die and the flash can't do anything and you have freaking iris be like Just go. Like, save the world. Go to a different time. Like, you can't save anybody here. Like, I love you. Fucking, if you want to end with the we are the flash line just to troll everybody, do it. But then have him run into the Speed Force and try to change something. But he ends up in this world. And that's kind of, you can go with that. You know what I mean? Um, So, real quick,
1: I... I was able to look at a different website that was basically Uh just regurgitating everything from the Daily Beast since they have like this weird ad blocker that like, not an ad blocker, but I can't read the article unless I subscribe. So I'm actually looking at CBR. They are stating that it is a different child from uh, uh, Takata. And they said this happened on February 2nd. So. Uh, the neighbor stated that on February 2nd, Miller wore a bulletproof vest and was armed with a uh, which the neighbor did not discover until later when Mi- Miller seemingly threatened them. The child's parents and the neighbor also believe Miller may have been under the influence that evening. So this was three months ago. So, sorry, yeah. four months ago.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm seeing the article now. Yeah you gotta cut tight bro especially with the idea of people wearing bulletproof vests and being armed nowadays like you
1: i don't know and the so they have been granted the right of a restraining order yeah but guess what they can't serve those papers to ezra because he can't be found right now
0: yeah and that's the weirdest thing man like 'cause the thing is is if if there was this weird thing between parents and an eighteen year old right if you're Ezra Miller, you come out and be like, "Hey, um, I'm not keeping her against her will, like she wants to be here, y'all can talk with her if you want to talk with her, um she can go back with her parents at any moment, like that's all you do, and then at that point it becomes into a like you have to let eighteen year olds make up their own minds, blah blah blah, and yeah. at that point he's out he's out free, they can do whatever they want, but he's on the run doing these weird things, and it's just like And again,
1: mocking authorities like, oh, you can't touch me. I'm in a different universe. Oh, like I saw some of these photos that he had on his story, like saying, Mm -hmm. oh, when I when I said that I was really nice. But what I should have said was, why are you in my face? Or like, like some really weird weird, things. I'm like, what the hell? You
0: can find the photos online if you all want to see these. They're out there.
1: But Um, the one thing that this reminds me of, um, it happened earlier this year. Or even it w- actually, I think it was late last year, and then going into this year, the disappearing of that girl in Florida. Mm-hmm. How they That's were what. like, I can't remember her name, unfortunately. They they were on a like uh, a a YouTuber. Uh, w- was the she a YouTuber? YouTuber? The, the one the, where the guy
0: killed her in yes. the mountains or whatever. It yes. Yeah, that one. My friend blew up on YouTube
1: because of that case nice yeah uh but like the the whole idea of like oh you know she was in this relationship until she finally realized oh you know this is a very bad relationship and then it it killed her yeah Yeah. like what's going to happen with with this takata chick you know
0: it's definitely worrisome and uh we'll just have to wait and see i think we've spent enough time on it um but yeah it's I just feel like there's a lot of warning signs there, and a lot of people will be like, He's a grown man, he can do whatever he wants. But, like, you know, right now we're currently in this big discussion of like, we need to start having red flag laws for people because there's a lot of these school shooters and stuff that are having these instances where they should be looked at and nobody's paying attention. They're like, Yeah, they're kids. Like, what are you going to do? And then shit happens like fucking Uvalde, right? So. Um all right so that's some crazy shit that's going on. Let's move on to other news. Uh speaking of Keaton, which is what we mentioned that's happening in the flash, Clay sent me a rumor and I again I don't know where you got this source from. I already forgot that it's a rumor that Michael Keaton's going to be in Aquaman?
1: Yes. So the rumor is that Keaton is going to be in the end Of Aquaman 2 whether that be before or after the credits it seems that Keaton is going to make be making an appearance in Aquaman 2 yeah and I shared this idea with some friends of mine that were having this discussion this can only make sense for one reason Mm -hmm. possibly two but it makes it harder for the second one but the one that is just very blatantly staring at us is that the end of Aquaman two is actually timeline wise at the end of the flash, Mm -hmm. because in my mind, Keaton's uh, first appearance in the DCEU will be in the flash. That's, that's what like makes sense to me as a audience, you know, going into a movie, not knowing that Keaton is going to be making an appearance and then boom, he just shows up like, Oh shit. I would assume that he is going to be in the flash. And then, you know, we, what we get from Aquaman two will be the tease of like, Oh shit. Then this is, this is clearly connected to the next DC movie that's coming out, which is going to be the flash. Right. Yeah. So that's my first theory. My second theory makes it a little bit more complicated, which is in the, the, how uh, not po- i guess it would yeah it would be pre crisis end of mm-hmm. like the first crisis the crisis on infinite earth yeah there was a uh the flash of two worlds comic mm-hmm. and this works with a flash character because of the fact of time travel and blah, blah blah this introduced the idea of the multiverse yeah in the DCEU currently they have not teased anything with the multiverse from my knowledge, because even the stuff with Zack Snyder's justice league, I think the multiverse word phrasing was probably dropped maybe once. And the idea of that is because dark side lives outside of the multiverse. There is only one dark side and he lives outside of it. And that's probably why it was name dropped. Now here I could see an outside source basically plucking Keaton and throwing him into the DCEU because we have heard rumors that Keaton himself, Batman 89 mm. uh, is our first tease at a future crisis moving forward. And he could possibly be like, Hey, what am I doing here? Who are you? Who the hell is Aquaman? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, in Aquaman 2 and that's how he is introduced to Barry by Aquaman maybe Aquaman makes an appearance in the Flash like I could see that happening too but that one makes it a, a little bit more complicated because then you have to have a lot of explanation in the Flash you yeah. know
0: yeah yeah. it's going to be uh very interesting to see what happens that was just so then pushing it back I knew there was going to be problems But, you know, the rumor of him being the Nick Fury of the DCEU is definitely seems like it's coming true if he's going to be in all of these movies. Um, Because we might even get Batgirl before Flash. Like, that's a possibility. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's really weird when you told me that. I was just like, uh, all right. I don't know. If it's after credit scenes, I don't think it'll be that bad. And I think that's the only way you can really fit him in there. But... I think it will be something to get people excited for the Flash movie though. Uh yes. but how you connect them is yeah, that'll be the interesting thing.
1: Hey, because... Real quick, um mm-hmm. I just got this notification this is happening literally live while we're recording. Okay. Um Tim Sale has passed away.
0: No way. That fucking sucks. Who said it, Jim Lee or what?
1: Um this is uh I believe the That's 66 the oh. Twitter account of Tim Sale um it is now uh, changed their name to uh remembering Tim Sale and it yeah. says here it is with heavy sadness that i must announce that Tim Sale passed away today he passed with love of uh with the he passed with the love of his life beside him he loves all of you very much please share photos and stories under this post as we hope to share them with the community
0: damn uh for those of you that don't know tim sale is the legendary artist that worked on the long halloween um he did a lot of stuff with joseph joseph lobe uh yeah joseph Loeb, right uh yes. jeff lobe i always get jeff, jeff lobe um and yeah man that, that really sucks he was actually one of my favorite artists um because of he, he it was one of the first batman series that i read so i was just like i really love this art uh the place I shopped for comics and clay actually worked at for a while. It had a Tim Sale variant for one of the Batman books. If I'm not mistaken at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah. They had a custom one. I don't think I own that. I think I passed on it, but knowing them that's going to skyrocket today or something like that. Yeah. Um, And it's unfortunate. It was only announced a couple days ago that he was rushed to the hospital for something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jim
1: Lee himself uh, announced that he was going to the hospital due to several different health issues. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they will probably release something in the, uh, in the near future uh, sharing those details. Um, But again, just like every other um, passing of creator, Ah, uh, please be respectful of their privacy. Um, yeah. you know, same thing with uh that of uh, uh, uh Perez and gosh, we've lost, yeah, we three, lost three this year. Yeah, three That's this crazy. year. That That's is insane. insane. But yeah, I just yeah, wanted to share insane, that. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, but you know, uh, it was actually just this last year that uh Juice convinced me to like, hey. Give Long Halloween a chance because yeah. I was one that didn't like, excuse me, didn't like his art, and then I gave it a chance, and his style really did make sense for that story. And and you know, uh, I uh, I I just feel very sad for the family and hope for the best for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Uh, rest in peace, Tim Sale, legend, legend, uh, and his art's gonna live on because people still talk about long halloween and they'll talk about long halloween until the end of time so um that sucks uh we wish the best to his family um yeah so yeah moving on from that uh let's go to some lighter news well i guess it's not lighter news because we didn't get the heroes cast but Batwheels has announced it's cast for the (laughs) upcoming show it's a show right or it's a it's a
1: it's a show on hbo max um it does look very it like this is very preschool yeah. um think of bob the builder type of uh age range really um oh. but looking at this cast and looking at the art style um i honestly am like okay i'm gonna have a kid pretty soon i'm totally fine with sitting down and watching yeah. this with <laughs> my child yeah. um so uh I, I think I sent you the text message. Uh, yeah. It was an Instagram post uh, that had them on there. Uh, and I'm actually opening it now. I do not recognize this name for... Uh, what's they his name? For the Joker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that person either. I'm not good with voice actors' names, to be honest. I. Um,
1: but... Uh, Oh shoot! What is her? Uh, Gina Rodrigo, uh, from Jane the Virgin on CW. She's gonna be Catwoman. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah.
0: Latina Catwoman. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you and then car. uh,
1: <laughs> and then well, Jolo, uh, one who's playing Blue Beetle. He's yeah. gonna be Mister Freeze's vehicle. We did cover yeah, that yeah, yeah. when it was announced. Um, but yeah, it has a very large villain cast. Um, so I'm just waiting to hear more on the. Uh, hero side. I kn- we know that uh, Ethan Hawk is going to be Batman. Um, yeah, so we're, we're just kind of waiting to see who else is going to be playing their vehicles and other Kevin heroes.
0: That's Robin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that'd be pretty interesting. So yeah, there's some Batwheels wheels news um, other news that not really much about this, but the penguin show is apparently starting to film. So
1: yeah, I think this was just the other day, like just literally like two days ago. Um, we said that Colin Farrell was probably our favorite part of that movie. Um, I'm hoping for the best of this. We, I think we got confirmation that this is a prequel. This kind of shows how he moved up in that underground. So, uh, you know, we will most likely start to see some, uh, some onset photos and stuff like that in the near future. So just be on the lookout for those.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I can't say I'm excited for it, but Colin Farrell was, yeah, one of the best parts of that movie, for sure. Uh, Before we get into our main topic, the last thing we're going to talk about, I think this was really cool when uh, Clay dropped it in the Discord. We are going to be getting a new Batman movie that is going to be 100% made in Mexico, and it's going to center around an Aztec Batman. And they have concept art for it already, And I think this looks amazing. I forget what the story is actually called. It's called Batman. I'm trying to find the article right now. Um, But do you know what the name of it is? They do have a a Latino or a Spanish name for it or Aztec name for it. I'm trying to bring it up on Batman news if I
1: right did not have the article open okay. at the time.
0: Okay, let's see. It is called Batman. It's coming to HBO Max apparently. Yes,
1: it's an HBO Max original. Yes.
0: Uh it's uh, I can't say the I can't pronounce it in Spanish without butchering it. Uh the English translation is Aztec Batman Clash of Empires. Yeah. Um the art looks amazing. Um, and it's not, they're not, uh, making a Latino Bruce Wayne, just to let you know, it is an Aztec character, uh, and they have their own story based around this, and it's gonna be in that whole thing. And this is gonna be, I think, like a god, uh, you know, like the bat's gonna be a god kind of thing in this temple, and that's how he's gonna get the, the moniker of Batman and stuff. I'm excited, man. Yeah, yeah, that would be,
1: (laughs) um,
0: I'm down with stuff like this. I've always said, I don't mind elseworld Batman things as long as you're not just changing up Bruce Wayne for the sake of changing. I up think
1: Batman. that was your very first comment. When I dropped it in the discord, you're like, interesting. Yeah. As long as it's not Bruce Wayne.
0: Yeah. And, and see, <laughs> I just to show you, I'm not biased when it comes to this. You know what I mean? I'm not like, yeah, Bruce Wayne's back again. Like, you know, I'm not like that. It's just like, no, I, I, anybody and any uh, kind of person can be Batman, but Bruce Wayne should always be an old white guy um because it's just how it goes around you know multiverse but yeah so i thought that was really cool go check out that art if you guys want to see that um but now let's dive into our main topic of the podcast um you know at this point i feel like ezra miller was probably the main topic but um (laughs) we're diving into joker 2 and this is very interesting clay has already talked about this on this podcast i have not really given my thoughts on this so i'm gonna let clay talk about this first but the main gist of this is joker 2 things came out first it came out that lady gaga might be playing harley quinn which last week we didn't know what the title meant a lot of people were assuming harley quinn but we just didn't know what this meant right we thought maybe it could be two jokers it could be like joker facing an imposter joker which we thought would be kind of cool uh but now it does seem like they may be going down the harley quinn road who will be played by lady gaga So that right there already got some people being like, huh? And a lot of, I think that was like 50-50. I think there's just people that don't like Lady Gaga that don't want her to be Harley Quinn. And other people were like, she was nominated for an Oscar, y'all. Like, she can act. Like, what are y'all doing? Some people don't like her because they don't think she's pretty enough, which I think is fucking dumb. Um, And I think, I just think that's like an idiotic reason not to like somebody as a character. Um. Granted, some people be like, oh, but Juice, you said this about, you know, uh, what's his name not being buff enough? I'm like, yeah, that was a stupid criticism of the movie when we were ranting about it. But no, you could still be Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, Anyways, like, and also you can change your physical appearance. You can't necessarily change the way you look unless you're going through the the knife. Um, But I don't think that, I think that was kind of a dumb thing to hear. But then it quickly turned into joker 2 is going to be a musical yes. and this sent the fucking internet and our discord into a whirlwind and <laughs> i haven't talked about it i was like i'm not even gonna get into this i'm gonna save it for the podcast which sucked because this news came out like on monday or sunday and i was like it, uh, it was
1: on podcast. monday it was on yeah. monday we actually got to talk about it on uh my podcast dc alliance we go live on mondays it literally happened like it got confirmed because it, it hasn't even been confirmed yet. It's just in talks. Yeah. But uh, as far as the Lady Gaga stuff, but this literally dropped, I think 10 minutes before we went live. So like we had to shuffle all of our show notes and we're like, okay, this is our main topic, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But here's, here's the thing when it, it, there was inklings of it early in the morning, early, early in the morning. I think like somewhere in our time zone, somewhere in the ballpark of like 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. Somebody was like, oh, my God, Lady Gaga's mother just followed Todd Phillips. I think she's going to be Harley Quinn. And we're like, okay, for one, why are you following Lady Gaga's mother and what she does to figure this shit out? Like, you know, here's the
0: thing, too, right? This is Twitter's problem. I just made a video about it on my YouTube channel, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Go check this out on my channel. My channel is a mixture of lewd stuff and uh, thought pieces nowadays. I just did a, thing, a video called Twitter needs to, allow, Twitter needs to private likes. I, and I made this whole thing about it. I, I said other things that Twitter needs to do. But I don't like that if I like something, it probably pops up in Clay's feet. Yeah. I hate that. I think it's dumb. Uh, I think Clay, I had to mute somebody. I didn't mute him, but I was like, not interested. Clay responded or liked something about Star Wars that had to do with Qui-Gon Jinn. I was like, I'm not watching it right now. And I had to like fucking make it go away. And I'm just like, why does Twitter do this? I fucking hate this. Because even if you don't follow people, you get people's shit in your feed. And yeah. I'm like, uh, And the likes are the worst thing. And... I can't like all the spicy stuff I wanna like because I don't want that to be in people's feed. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, let me private likes. Every other place lets me do that. Um, but that's the weird thing, right? Cause you, you Juice it. wants weird. to be
1: a closet hentai lover.
0: Dude, I'm I mean, I've liked some things that show up in the feed, <laughs> but they're not the spicy things. They're clothed and stuff, but it's still big big booba anime girls. Um, but my thing is that's the kind of the problem with Twitter is like, yeah, if somebody follows Lady Gaga who follows her mom and her mom likes something, like everybody's like, they follow this breadcrumb trail and it's like, Whoa, that's kind of creepy, man. Yeah. Um. So I think that needs to change, but yeah. So I, uh, yeah, that's how people do it because of Twitter. Um, yeah. So, so, anyways, so
1: this, this kind of put it out there and we're like, uh, you know, it could just be, It's Hollywood. People know people. It's fine. Nothing big is going to happen. And then, boom, at the end of the night, in talks, I think it was Boris Kitt over there at the Hollywood Reporter was like, hey, guys, you may want to sit down for this. And Mm. he put out the announcement there. Now, for me, I have not seen any of Lady Gaga's Hollywood debut movies. Mm -hmm. Um, A Star Was Born, never seen it. Uh, Gucci that just came out last year. Haven't seen it. Uh, I don't know if she's done any voice work or anything for animated movies. Probably haven't seen them. Mm -hmm. I understand that she is a breakout star. Like, she is doing great things in Hollywood. I understand that. I am. I have nothing against her being Harley Quinn. Now. You said something and uh, somebody uh, on my podcast group chat said something this is going to be the la la land of dc comics of wb whatever yeah. and i said you can't say that like i you you can't automatically assume it's gonna be la la land because let's be completely clear there are some good musicals a majority are not amazing you know mm-hmm. like yeah. you could just throw some stuff out there and be like oh ah, you know mamma mia okay that's a lot of people's cup of tea there's mamma mia one and two it has a following cool i didn't know this you know matilda from our childhood that is getting a netflix adaptation into a musical
0: yeah yeah i saw that i
1: literally I, i thought it was just going to be a regular movie i saw it like i was like oh man really excited for this and then the very next advertisement i saw it was a musical and i was like oh that kind of Damper[s] my expectations on this.
0: I I prefer it to be a musical because I don't think you should ruin Matilda. Matilda is a classic. You don't fuck with Matilda.
1: True, true. So, so that that is a way version. of keeping. Yeah, yeah it, it keeps kind of the yeah. sacredness of the original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so, like Back to
0: the Future. You don't you don't make another Back to the Future. You true. Don't touch
1: that. Very so. true. Yeah. So yeah. I said in my thoughts, I could see. Gaga being Harley Quinn Mm -hmm. or I I said I could see one, but I could not see both. And my host was like, what do you mean? I can see Gaga as Harley Quinn. I cannot see her as Harley Quinn and it being a musical. It needs to be either one or the other. Mm -hmm. He's like, what do you mean? Why did you say that? It's
0: such an odd thing to think. So I'm curious.
1: Well, the reason for me saying this is I understand that Gaga is a great Music writer. She mm-hmm. she writes a lot of her own music. But I cannot trust in the studio mm-hmm. and just this director, Todd Phillips, mm-hmm. he made a great movie. We cannot deny that. We saw the movie like three or four times in theaters. Yeah. We know that it was a good movie. We were, you know, we put in a small chunk of, you know, the billion dollars that it made. hmm. But I can't necessarily say, oh, Phillips is going to make a, uh, a La La Man," because I don't know any other movie that Phillips has made other than Joker. You know? So,
0: OK, is that? Are you? Done yeah, 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 yeah. OK, so here's why I say you can say that uh, one Phillips has proven that he is a versatile director because you want to know what the other movie he made? Fucking Hangover. That's the other movie he made.
1: You're just the first one.
0: He made the first one. That's all that matters. Yeah. The other two, I don't care. I never watched those. (laughs) But he made Hangover, and he went to something like Joker. And I was just like, bruh. Like, that's a big change. So that shows versatility, right? Because a lot of people in Hollywood would tell you it's harder to make a comedy that's good than it is to make a drama that's good, in my opinion. Because it's hard to make people laugh and get people entertained that way, you know what I mean? A drama is just you just got to make shit dramatic, you know what I mean? So – I see versatility in the direction already, but the reason why I think it's so easy to, and I, and I use La, La L as, as a comparison because Lala La land was a musical that got a lot of people to watch a musical, right? Like a lot of people hear musical and they're like, no, like the Druze of the world, right? Like he was like, no, um, granted he did clarify he likes musicals. He just doesn't want to see this or he's not into this particular idea. Um, but like, there are a lot of people that do get turned off by the term musical. Um, but when I, and like I said, La 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 is one that everybody was like, oh man. Like when I saw La La Land, I was like,
1: what? The which fuck? I, really I have good. not seen La La Land. I don't know yes. if I've seen okay.
0: So you need to see La La Land. And the reason why is you will see how well they integrate the music into the movie. And I okay. think a lot of times, a lot of musicals are just like, they say a thing and then they're like, da 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 da. da. Like they just go into it and you're just like, what the? What the why the fuck did they just start dancing? but like la la land like there's moments where they go to like the griffith's observatory in uh hollywood or whatever and they they're having like this conversation and they start dancing and they start floating into the fucking space and sky and shit it looks really gorgeous and i'm just like what the fuck and um just the way that music was incorporated into that movie makes it really good the one thing about joker what is one of the things joker won an oscar for music
1: it was music yeah. it
0: blew people away i was listening to that soundtrack for months after the movie came out because it was so good what are two of the most iconic scenes in the joker that everybody talks about the,
1: the bathroom stairway scene, scene and the, and and stairway the bathroom scene yeah what happens in both of those music he Dancing. dances yeah so
0: You could easily say, like, just imagine those scenes, but more choreographed.
1: Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Because one other thing that I said that I think is a very good play on what they could do with this film is where did we end the film of Joker? Where does it end? In Arkham Asylum. It ends in Arkham Asylum. It ends. He is running away from the... Uh the the workers or whatever, and it has this the music, and it's like, oh man, did that really happen or not? Yeah. And that's when it hit me. All of this musical stuff that is going to be happening in this movie, it can literally be a play on the insanity of both Harley and Joker. Yeah. This is yeah. where you can literally have your gritty, dark, serious mental health story, and then all the wackiness, boom, it's all in their head. It may not even be real.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So moving on, because I got two more points I want to make, is Lady Gaga. For people that do not think that she can't be Harley Quinn or whatever, I'm not going to even argue the, like, if you think she's pretty enough or whatever, because I think it's just a dumb argument. But I have seen Lady Gaga in concert. Lady Gaga is one of the best fucking shows I've ever been to. I bought a a GA ticket for that show. And I was like, all right, cool. This was when I was like, I think she had just came out with Art Pop, which was her album. I was into Lady Gaga for maybe less than a year. I actually did not like Lady Gaga when she first came onto the scene. I thought she was just some crazy, just rich white girl, which apparently she does have rich family. So I wasn't wrong um but i thought she was just trying to do this for publicity and she wasn't good and then i started listening to her music and finding out that she wrote a lot of it and she does like choreography and all this kind of shit i'm like oh damn she's genuinely an artist like oh this is pretty cool and i started like looking into her and seeing all this kind of stuff i was like okay she's not just some random chick with money and um and she has pipes man like she can sing yes and so i went to this show because i was like all right i want to go check out this show and i have never been to a show I've been to a couple of them. That's probably why they're my top shows, but it, she had this weird stage, right? Where like it curved into the general audience. It wasn't just a stage where you're all behind a fence and you're like, yeah, like rock bands do. No, hers like cut, like curved and split into the general audience. So you could move around and you all kind of had a good, a good view. And I was right next to one of the big pillars. And so like, she would come up right there and I'd be like, Oh my God. Um, I've never seen somebody command a stage like lady Gaga commands a stage. And she just like fucking made you feel like part of the show. And it was insane. She can sing like crazy. She can dance like crazy. She knows how to work with everybody around her that's dancing. And she just knows how to make you believe she's a star. And I think she would kill it as Harley Quinn. um, Because she's already got the wild and crazy zany outfits and all that stuff as a Harley Quinn. So and she has that this, personality.
1: And this is how you get away with finally having the classic Harley Quinn costume. Yeah. Because, again, it can literally be all in their head. This is how you can get away with Joaquin Phoenix wearing traditional classic Joker costumes. Yeah. Is, Wait, will
0: they do that? I'll be interested to see. You
1: know, It'll be interesting. But I have to ask you this. Is this a love story or is this a mental health story?
0: Um, why can't it be both? What well, we just because we've talked about
1: can't. the toxicity of the Joker and Harley story. Yeah. And how like there is so many people that are like it. There's definitely people on both sides. They're like, oh, I want a relationship like Harley and Joker. And then people are like, you shouldn't want a relationship yeah. like Harley and Joker. Like, so will they play along with that? Will they definitely say, hey, this is something that is clearly because these two are mentally ill or what?
0: I think it'll be a love story in the musical parts. But again, are they in the asylum or not out of the asylum? That matters. Because I think if they're outside in the real world and they're not in the asylum and they're doing all this, art, I think the real world stuff is toxic and the relationship is fantasized. And one thing that I did hear
1: somebody else say was in the Joker movie, Mm -hmm. when they showed you things that were quote unquote, not real, they doubled down on, Hey, this was not real. Like they showed evidence that it wasn't real. Yeah. Whereas when something really serious happened, they showed like, Oh, there's consequences for it. So I do think that they will keep that in the same realm. It's the same creators of this movie. So I think they will still do that to help the audience along with, hey, this can be a quote-unquote love story, but know that it is not real.
0: Yeah. And so the last point I want to make about this is, I'm going to read a tweet, but I think it goes with what I thought about this when I heard this news. This tweet says, it's from Sage Hayden, "Uh, Joker 2 as a musical is literally the most chaotic decision any movie studio has ever made. (laughs) Everyone who was excited for a sequel is mad, everyone that thought a sequel was unnecessary is excited pure chaos you love to see it now here's the thing me and clay have been on the boat of you do not need a sequel to joker we jumped ship when we were like you do not need a joker movie okay we jumped the ship we got a buoy they saved us and we're on that ship over there now and we're like you don't need a sequel we're probably i could easily see myself jumping off the we don't need a joker sequel onto the joker musical ship but here's the thing i think the idea of a musical is fucking genius and the reason why is what did i say last week sequels hardly ever beat the first movie because expectations are so high you yeah. think anybody could beat a drama? Like, a Joker sequel cannot beat the drama of the first one because you're automatically going to expect crazy shit, right? Like, that's the good thing about the first movie. I always bring up Deadpool. Nobody expected what happened in Deadpool because they're like, we've never got a Deadpool movie. So we don't expect. And when you saw the second one, they did some of the same jokes and like different jokes and they went a little bit more overboard. And we're like, eh, it's a Deadpool movie. We expected this. So with the Joker movie, you couldn't do another drama and be as good. But if you're like, hey, we're going to do a fucking musical as a sequel. You're just like, what? So your expectations are like, well, some musicals suck. So if you make a banger of a musical now with the Joker, I think it can surpass the first movie.
1: I think it can also. But the thing is, I still haven't jumped ship yet. Yeah. Um, I think because the water right now, because <laughs> uh, I will tell a, you this. I'm in a life I will <laughs> tell you this as a kid, as a kid. I loved Grease 2. Do you know why? Motorcycles. Two? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. You see I've never heard that right there. in my life. <laughs> that reaction right there. It's literally just a story that surrounds this dude that uh, is, is driving a freaking motorcycle. And that's like mm. the kicker for like this. That's the gimmick for the main character.
0: Did you also like the Kid Rock movie with Ice Cube about motorcycles?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's there's other musicals out there that i can say okay i like those yeah. but i wanted to stay on this whole thing with grease too as a kid it was it was all about the gimmick in the in the movie i didn't care about the music now that i'm mm-hmm. older i can understand okay this is what makes a good musical yeah. honestly i'm more of like a broadway musical person rather than mm-hmm. a movie tv musical person. Yeah. Um, So I want to see how this will go. And I will, I will say this. It is hard to put lightning in a bottle twice.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But this is a entirely different bottle now. Yeah. Making it a musical is an entirely different genre. And let's be completely honest here. You had the, uh, very, very controversial uh, conversation on the first one of, oh, this is going to cause so many murders. Like people are going to go psycho over this. <laughs> such a we we ha- in the theater that we go to, we don't see any police officers, anybody, any yeah. authorities that night. We saw what? Three, four yeah, yeah in yeah, there. And we were like, this is freaking insane. Yeah. Now joker 2 you have an entirely different demographic
0: yeah and dude theater kids and musical kids go hard
1: not like, only that not only that lady gaga is a huge yeah, huge voice for the lgbtq members so that you have all of them jumping onto this ship of joker 2 yeah this premiere for this movie is going to be big
0: yeah, it, it's going to be massive. And it I cannot deny billion dollar movies.
1: I cannot deny that this soundtrack is going to fucking slap. Um, I, yeah. I can guarantee I, I can almost want to put money down saying Lady Gaga is going to write a song named Mad Love.
0: Yeah, I I just want to see a musical version of a Joker killing spree. Can you imagine just like seeing people get murdered, but in musical form? like that's gonna be awesome like i've had ideas of wanting to do that i'm like oh yeah that'd be really cool because you can get really artsy with musical shit right like choreography of like spinning and stab 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 and then fucking letting them spin around and then stab 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 you know what i mean and like bang 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 with guns and shit like you can do some crazy shit with a musical um i think if this movie also does well we get a joker three and I think Todd Phillips continues changing the genre. If that's the case, what do you think Joker Three is? I have
1: no fucking idea. Right? <laughs> like, so where weird. do you go? Where do you you go? You, so it's drama, then it's musical. Yeah. Um. Well, here's the thing. Wasn't it Phillips that made the comment? You can no longer make comedies anymore. What if his third one is a comedy?
0: Yeah, he brings in the boys from the Hangover. It's just a fucking hangover for. I think what you do is you go, you go comedy, but like over the top comedy since he's the Joker. You know what I mean? Like kind of campy. Yeah. Like you go that route, or hear me out now, kids' movie. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Like Pee-wee Herman.
1: Wait, like Pee-wee Herman style? Maybe,
0: maybe. (laughs) because imagine changing genres so drastically right like you go from this hardcore drama to a musical and then a kids movie like it you would film definitely it as a be... kids movie but of course it's going to have joker elements
1: yes right? it would definitely be like the talk of the town yeah. like it would definitely make noise it would make buzz i don't know how it would work yeah. But throwing something so dramatic out there, I could see it definitely having people's interest in the sense well, I, of like, oh, I I have to like, I have to protect the children. You can't have this in a yeah. child's movie. Yeah. 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 It's going to have a lot of that.
0: If that were to happen, though, and, you know, I, I it's very rare you get three good movies. Very rare that there is three good movies. But if he were to do another genre change for a third movie and he knocks it out of the park, I'm calling it now. Todd Phillips changes the landscape of superhero movies. Uh, I think we're, you know, we're getting into this area where it's kind of too much and it's kind of watered down and people are kind of getting fatigue. But if this musical does really well, I think we're going to start seeing a new renaissance of superhero movies where we do different shit. So you're going to start seeing horror super movies. You're going to start seeing comedy superhero movies. Well, I was going to say, could
1: you see the third one being a horror film?
0: i think it's that's too easy you know what i mean like because there was scary moments in that first one you know what i mean like yeah and i where what's the scary like i don't know i think horror is too easy which i think that's the first one you go to for sure but a joker Pee Wee herman movie just sounds kind (laughs) of fucking funny i'm not gonna lie (laughs) that would sound kind of awesome um so, yeah, that's uh kind of what we got. So that was our big topic. So let's go ahead and end out on some viewer questions because that's kind of all we got.
1: Yes, so let's go ahead and jump to the viewer question that i like I said, I did reach out to Twitter to see if anybody would want to uh, ask a question. Now, this is from a listener of Batman News Weekly, Charlie a really good friend of mine, uh Canadian. He mm-hmm. asks if you could go back in time and watch any comic book movie or series for the first time again, without any memory, mm-hmm. what would it be? Not including V for Vendetta and the dark night.
0: Uh, you said movies. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say I was a like, comic books. Cause I could tell you right away. My, my comic book answer is always just a cop out. Cause it's, it's hush every, every time. Um, Ooh, not V for Vendetta, which I think is the best comic book movie made. Um, and he said that not the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. uh it would have to be Oh fuck, I'm really trying to think. Okay, so I know a lot of people hear me. It it's a it's a mix between two. Okay. So I would love to have that feeling of seeing BVS again. Because the first time... I've soured on the movie as I have went on. But the first time I saw BVS, I gave it like a 12 out of 10. Because that Batman scene blew my fucking mind. I was like, that's the Batman I've always wanted, oh my god. And so, I would love to have that feeling again. Of just remembering how great that was for the first time. The other one is Avengers. Because the first time I saw that spinning scene where they were all together... And it was like, you know, fucking doing the Avengers theme. I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is what we've always wanted in films. Yeah. And so it would be one of those two because those emotions were great.
1: I think for me, watching Man of Steel for the first time again, I think Mm -hmm. that um, because Henry Cavill, my God. And he's been in the... New, well, he's been the in the buzz on Twitter for a while now. You know, the anniversary of the movie just came uh, and went. Uh, Superman Day came and went. Uh, people have been talking a lot about Henry coming back mm-hmm. as Superman. And the first time that I saw this man, like, go into the water and, like, save that giant oil rig and then like see him in the suit for the very first time. Yeah. And fly for the very first time. I was like, holy shit. Like I- I've never seen a Superman like this before. Mm-hmm. Uh and just the goosebumps of that first flight scene and the music. Oh Hans Zimmer, Jesus. Like hearing all of that for the first time would be amazing again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, definitely go with those. Those are uh some strong, strong candidates. I'm trying to think, like, would I have picked anything in the Dark Knight trilogy? I don't even think I would have if I had the option. Although V for Vendetta is, I'm surprised they took that out. But yeah, that is my favorite. I think,
1: honestly, if I were to see that moment in uh, Batman Begins Mm -hmm. again, like him. So
0: I don't have to save you. That one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I it's it's one of two scenes it's Mm -hmm. either the first outing is batman Mm -hmm. where he is like at the uh what are they the the train yard uh like the containers the containers and yeah and he's he's telling everybody that he's batman or even it's a small scene but it still gives me so many goosebumps like just seeing his presence on top of the handrail talking oh, to yeah. rachel when she like shoots him with the taser yeah like just his presence it's so subtle but his presence there is like holy shit like i'm standing next to batman
0: yeah yeah the only thing i would want to see again from the dark knight is the interrogation scene you know the just that whole like yes. scene is so good when he smashes him into the thing and he's like you have nothing on me <laughs> like it's so good dude like Uh, that's why I went to go see that movie like four times or whatever. Clay saw it like 50 billion. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah. So I would go with that. So is that all we have on Twitter? By the way, guys, I don't know if Clay's going to start doing that each week. So if you guys have a Twitter, feel free to follow us both on Twitter. And, uh, he might start asking questions on there if that is your preferred platform. Yeah. So go check us out there. I think we have a couple on YouTube. We do have a couple on Discord as well now.
1: Okay. So, uh, Raphael, uh, avid listener asks perhaps you have already talked about this a lot but why do you think dc does not bet on stories about couples
0: um i'm i'm, I'm assuming this is a reference to Batcat uh because i believe rafael does follow me on twitter i've been kind of having some some outing <laughs> outbursts on Twitter about now his uh,
1: his his continuation to this question is just more of a statement. He does say, "Been watching Juice's latest tweets about <laughs> the future. See, I'm goes. already thinking the worst that could happen with the with Batcat. It's not that surprising, but it's still very depressing."
0: So, without getting into everything, I want to say, um I just think that DC has this weird mentality that batman has to be a loner and i don't understand like i don't buy batman because i'm like yeah i'm a dark and lone soul and batman needs to be a dark and lone soul so i buy this fucking comic no i'm over here i'm like i want batman banging Catwoman. like that's what i want like you know what i mean like It's, I just don't understand it. And this is where, you know, DC is very disconnected from its audiences. Because if I, if I was running DC, I would give, I would make it somebody's job to be like, Hey, you know what your fucking job is to find out what people are saying on the internet about us. That's your fucking job. I want you to go to Reddit. I want you to go to the Catwoman subreddit and see what people say about Catwoman. And I want you to go find out what they're saying about Blue Beetle. And that's how I would crowdsource stuff to see the people that actually take the time out of their day to talk about characters. I wanna know what they're thinking because those are gonna be the first people that be like, this movie's fucking awesome or this movie's fucking terrible. You know what I mean? And so I would have somebody, that would be your sole job. You work eight hours a day, deep diving on this shit, compiling it in Excel spreadsheets and then you send it to me so I can read it. Um, because if you'd go to the Catwoman subreddit. Everybody wants Batcat there.
1: Everybody.
0: There's not one person that's like, I'm tired of Batcat. There are some people that are like, I wish they would do more, or I wish they would do this and that. And DC obviously doesn't read that shit. Um, I wish we could see the sales numbers right now. I don't know if you have a way to find those out yet or anything like that. Um, But I would love to see Tom King's comparisons over all of the other ones like have other people been breaking a hundred thousand because he was like up i think at his highest point was like near like 150 or something right like he was selling a lot
1: he was selling a lot um i
0: think the first 50 issues all sold over a hundred thousand
1: i i don't believe so i think he was trailing that last few um before 50 Oh well, before like I, the, the first, first
0: fifty, he remember he went a hundred, he went eighty five.
1: Yeah, uh, I can
0: understand after because everybody got upset about fifty. Yeah, because of the wedding stuff, right? So uh, I, understand I would actually have to there.
1: double check. I would have to double check. I, I could yeah. see possibly the first fifty making over a hundred thousand uh, yeah. units sold. Um, I think in current times, the only individual that has done that is Scott is is Snyder. Yeah. Um, that has reached those numbers before. Um, I would have to go back and double check. Maybe we can get Post- a little bit of...
0: Tom King's run? With what?
1: Pre Tom King's run.
0: Oh, yeah, I understand pre because his Batman series was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, well, after before Gordon. But um, yeah, I mean like after because we're currently have we we now have Joshua Williamson. We've had Tynan for so long um, and then I would love to see Zadarski's when his comes out. But... Cause I think at one point Tynan was still in the top five, right? Of books or something like that. But he, what, I don't, he was like maybe around like 60,000 units or something like that. Something along. Those I lines. think he
1: started uh, with a good 90, 86. Mm-hmm. And then you started trailing off to 75, 70, yeah. 70, 69. Giggity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> He was trailing down on a downward spiral when he was ending his run.
0: Yeah. And so I would like to see that because, again, wouldn't you want to go with the numbers, right? I'm curious to see what's going to happen with issue 12, Um, which is that next week already? Or is that the uh, 28th? I think it's the 28th, right? It's the End 28th
1: the in two weeks. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, in two weeks. Um. So, yeah. Wait, does that? Is that literally when 25? No, because Killing Time and 125 come out on the same week. So Well,
1: actually, no, no. So uh, not not next week, but the week after. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. The 28th, right? I think it's the yeah. 28th because I think we're on 7, 14, 21. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would love to see that. But I just think that, yeah, DC has this mentality that Batman can't be in love and like i just i don't understand we've had 80 years of the same fucking story and we you could just do i I think you could do 80 years of him being with catwoman and they just do different things they can have a falling out they could have problems all this kind of stuff i would love to see a story where a batman decision causes catwoman to get upset at him but that's not like like she just does like me you know how like all the family members have issues with him like Oh, you're keeping them imprisoned here, like that's not cool, blah blah. I would love to see something like that happen with Catwoman, like that kind of story. But it's always like, "Oh no, they uh we're going to separate them for a year and all this kind of stuff." And then they don't do anything with it. You know what I mean? That's my problem. And then they don't give like reasons and stuff. And I'm just like, "Oh, it's fucking annoying." Um, but everybody else and their mom is together. No problem. We're literally seeing Barbara and fucking Grayson get back together right now. Yeah. And it's just like, they're even making that part of the story. Like, their friends are like, why the fuck aren't y'all together? Like, you do all this shit all the time together anyways. Like, it makes yeah. no sense. Um, so, I, I wish I could tell you, Raphael. I think it's just, they want him to be a bachelor, but then they don't do anything with it? Like, it makes no sense. Like, well, no, what he- is the point of having him be a bachelor if you're, I mean, he doesn't. he doesn't like to eat certain things, apparently, because he's a superhero. So, it's just like,
1: I don't I don't necessarily know if the reasoning is because he's a bachelor. I think it's more so the oh, I can never be with somebody because they're always in danger and they can never have a normal life with me. Um, Catwoman is a loner
0: thing again, though.
1: Yeah, but but it's it's this idea of like we've seen Catwoman, you know, defend herself. She is not scared of the life that Batman is a part of. Hell, she's a part of that life. Uh, so there's nothing she normal about their end. yeah, there's no there's nothing normal about their relationship, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, I we've had this discussion many, many times. Um, it is very hypocritical that you can say, Oh, I think it's okay for Superman to have a wife and child and Barry Allen to have an on and off relationship, but still mainly have his story surrounding his relationship. Yeah. Wally West has a family and kids now. Like you look at everybody in the DC universe, they are either having relationship trouble or relationships while Batman's relationship is non-existent. Yeah. Like that is there's the it, why it, it yeah. doesn't make sense.
0: The only thing that i could see right now is if they are going to continue doing this then just give everybody batman and wonder woman if you're not going to keep batman and catwoman together then just make batwoman batman and wonder woman date because everybody wants that outside of catwoman like just do it they're part of the justice league you can't say that he would have to worry about her because i mean that would just be dumb um and like yeah it it makes no sense Wonder because, Woman
1: like, I have to protect you
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right that's misogynist Batman <laughs> um, but like I just think it would be yeah I mean your argument is dumb right like I mean, your, I mean your argument is solid it is dumb the way DC thinks that like oh yeah Superman's wife totally fine because he's Superman he could be anywhere I and mean, he can't be anywhere when he has kryptonite shoved in his body so or it's clearly like, all
1: right, when he's like, off freaking planet
0: yeah you can literally go, oh, but he. We had to age up his son. All right, well, so we just put kryptonite in the sun. Superman's off the limits. Wonder Girl's partying on other planets, or Supergirl. So now we can kill Lois. Like you know, it's so easy because Lois can't defend herself unless. Oh, well, actually, depending on what you read, she's strong enough to get in the fucking. What is that suit called? The Bat suit. Oh
1: yeah yeah yeah. yeah
0: that's supposed to kill you, and uh, she's able to pilot it because she's a mom. And I'm just like oh, okay, all right. But remember, she is the world's greatest detective, Clay. So let's not forget that. So maybe she is one, of the, yeah. one of the
1: world's with, greatest detectives, along with along with Harvey. What no, no uh, 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 freaking uh, not Harvey Dent. Uh, freaking what's his name? Uh, that works with uh, Gordon.
0: Uh, uh oh, wow, Harvey. Yeah, He's not yeah. Um, his name's Harvey. I forget his last name actually. Bullock.
1: Yeah, Harvey Bullock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody
0: calls him he, Bullock. Mm.
1: He was he was a part of that team that Bendis yeah. was writing. I'm like Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so weird. Which reminds me, if Snyder was to ever come back, he should do that one shot story that he did of all the detective stories.
1: Yes, yes, he that's, should.
0: That's the one thing I would love to see Snyder write again. Yep. Unless he brings back fucking clown face guy. I, I hate him so much. I can't even remember his name anymore. Uh, Batman, Batman who laughs. Yeah. Uh, although Sideshow's making a new statue of it. That looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's uh, hopefully that answers it. But we'll be talking about this topic, I feel like, in the future. Um, so what else do we got?
1: Um, I, Ivan Jr. asks, uh, I appreciate you guys answering my question. Now, top five favorite food spots.
0: <laughs> I feel like we would have to include fast food here, right? Yeah. Like, because I could come up with five places that are not fast food. But let's just say recently, what are the top five places you're eating?
1: Um, I've actually eaten a lot at Popeye's. Um, okay. I, I, it's like because you, you have are, one close by you. No, I have one? to go to the one next to you.
0: Re- you're that close to me? Well, yeah. hold on. Tell me off camera because obviously I don't want to dox myself. But there's a new one by me yeah you're going to the new one yeah by a particular big grocery store yeah wow you're a lot closer to me then yeah which is weird yeah yeah. interesting interesting (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, so I, i i've been eating a lot of popeyes um i've been well just because in the area that we're in there's a lot of mom and pop mexican restaurants yeah yeah uh so i've been you know picking and choosing from those a whole lot. Um, but if we're sticking to like chain stuff and, and bigger names uh, one place that I can never give up and I haven't had in a while, but I have a feeling that I'm probably going to get it this weekend is uh free world burritos. Mm. Um, think of Chipotle, but less healthy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly what it is. Yeah. Um, You could try to, because they have the vegan stuff. They, they, they try to adapt to the way people eat nowadays. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, it was like, oh, you want your meat? And they would have gloves, but they would like handful it and just be like, here you go, man. And it was like this monster thing of a burrito. And they're huge. Like, they have, I think, the record for largest burrito, Mm -hmm. um, which i believe is called a super monster it's like oh you can have a free bird you can have a uh hybrid which is a really really small one you can have a monster burrito and then a super monster um and they're absolutely just amazing at what they do it again like chipotle like a subway it's like a assembly line type of thing yeah. you put everything that you want on it really really good stuff uh so to there um i uh Kind of regret it uh, because it did not taste amazing, but I also grabbed some Panda Express the other day. Um,
0: I actually like Panda.
1: I what like did- Panda.
0: Oh, so it, you, it wasn't amazing the day you got it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that one, again, because I'm so close to you, is yeah. the one right near you. Um, and then what's some other? Oh, uh, just yesterday I picked up some Sonic. Mm -hmm. uh been really like right between two and four you know the whole like half off of every drink or whatever i'm like yep gonna definitely do that and then let's see a fifth one what is something main like big name uh what's the pizza spot you're getting the most i've i've been getting i've been craving a lot of pizza and the one that is uh closest to us is pizza hut yeah classic nice
0: yeah yeah um i my goal this year was not to eat a lot of fast food Uh, i have broken that um lately the one place i have for years i want to say the whole time i was working at our old job i never went to this place but i have been going there a lot lately mcdonald's i have never like i've always been like ugh, mcdonald's ugh, gross but lately, like I've just been—I was craving nuggets one day, and I got their fries, and I got like a drink, and I was like, "Okay, not bad. It's kind of cheap, you know." Um, and then I started getting quarter pounders recently, and I'm just like, I'm "Not bad for just being a little burger." Because sometimes I just want a little burger, you know what I mean? Dude, I don't
1: wanna... Do you know how sad quarter pounder used to be a huge burger?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what
1: happened.
0: Um, so I go to Mickey D's a lot. Um, Popeyes is actually one as well. Uh, That I've went to every once in a while just to get the nuggets. I'm just like I just try to get chicken. A lot of places I go, Um, Chick-fil-A, chicken again, Um, (laughs) and then like I don't know a mixture of pizza spots. Is I can't say that I go to one the most. These aren't really my top five. It's just what we've been eating recently.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, and then. i actually don't know i've been hitting up those same spots every once in a while because i try to eat at home if i can like a sandwich or something if i can um but yeah i don't know what the last place i would go to there is like a new vegan spot that's not close that's not bad um like planet something i don't know what it's fucking called yeah but uh it's not bad um it's expensive though uh but that's not close to me but that's a distance but uh yeah i guess i would go with stuff like that but definitely not my top five but it's i don't visit my what would be my top five anymore because one i don't have money and two (laughs) it's like they're not close and like i you know you usually have to make a day of that and it's just like oh because i would love to go eat some italian spots and all that kind of stuff like but yeah, there's that. All right, so I don't think we got much in Discord, which you guys definitely been slacking lately, Discord. Um, but from my understanding, we got what maybe two questions, or am I just is it just the Ponderer this week? Because um, we did have a conversation. I asked everybody in Discord what they would want in general if we didn't do reviews and stuff, and so everybody's kind of giving their opinions there. But right now, it looks like we only have the Ponderer, from what I'm seeing. Um what is your favorite Batman quote?
1: Currently, I think my favorite Batman quote is one of two. Mm-hmm. Um one is uh it it's it's very two two opposite sides of the coin in the sense of like who you know Batman to be. Mm-hmm. Um one is the quote of him talking to Bane. Uh, the I'm still here quote. Yeah, yeah, um, amazing, amazing quote uh, by the Tom King. Um, and then another one is from Jeff Johns. Um, when he said he tells Clark, the only real inspiration you ever were was when you were dead. yeah, um, And that is just like, oh, fuck. You know, yeah, um, exactly. I we've referenced that quote so many times in this podcast, uh, but it shows like, he's not afraid to speak his mind and to tell people like the harsh truth when it needs to be said.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I really enjoy that. Um I would have to say that Tom King fo- that Tom King quote in recent memory is definitely my favorite cuz it's it's like a motivational quote as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean when you read it all in in context and I'm like, damn, that is fucking awesome. And uh so I love that, but like Another favorite one is the quote of him saying, um, what is it? The one about justice is equal opportunity. Like that. Oh, fucking quote yes. On, on, on Brave it. and
1: the Bold, yeah, when he's fighting the trans uh yeah. villain and he's like, uh, the the hand of justice is unisex.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He has one about equal, like equality as well. Cause like he hits a woman and it's all like, she's like, he can't hit a woman. And he's all like, ah, he says it in something else. I think it's in a whole different show or or something like that. But yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I love, I love that quote uh, in general too. Um, but of course I think also the classics, you know? I mean the your fa- I just don't want to include the classics because I feel like everybody just loves those like I am Batman and then the quote from the Scarecrow episode in um in Batman the animated series where he's like I am vengeance, I am the night. No, I'm Batman, you know. Yeah. Um cuz that shit's just classic. It's crazy that some people are going to grow up nowadays with their favorite quote being um vengeance. Like that is going to be some of people's favorite quotes ever. So yeah which is pretty crazy, but that just shows you that Batman, you know, survives the test of time. Um, Although we just didn't like that version of it, which kind of sucks. But that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Clay, what do we have next week for comics? I think we actually have books to to look at.
1: So next week, let me actually bring it up. Next week is the uh, release dates of the 21st. It looks like we have Superman, uh, Batman Superman World's Finest number four. Um, that one's been getting wacky. We have things to say about Batman the Night Number Six, lots uh, of things. Cat do, Woman, uh, Catwoman, Catwoman Forty Four, um, and then we have it looks like Nightwing Ninety Three is there as well um, as far as this dark crisis young justice um i know that tim drake is going to be a part of it let me go ahead and read it beforehand to see if it's anything that we necessarily need to yeah. uh talk about overall
0: yeah also something that i saw on cbr that we didn't cover uh it just got it just got uh reminded of it right now uh tim drake is going to be getting a spin-off solo series. series yeah Yeah. Solo series. From the Pride issue, which the Pride issue, if you're asking why we didn't cover it, it was all retold stories.
1: Yes, it was um, basically everything from his arc in Urban Legends just made yeah. into one uh, solid comic. Um, now, the only downside to his solo series is that the main artist is Riley Rosmo, the main artist of Harley Quinn's uh, um, run.
0: The goofy, the goofy. Yeah, the art.
1: very oh. goofy, the very like anima like like it's very like big eye little eye very yeah. animated jaw stuff yeah
0: oh see you can't do that when you're trying to tell these like like cuz our biggest gripe with Tim Drake was not that he's bisexual we don't have a problem with that was that they did it in a fucking book nobody's reading yeah and then like now they do this pride issue during pride and they're like he's getting a solo series like I can't take it serious if it feels like you're not taking it serious. Now, granted, some people probably love that art style, um, but it gives off Invader Zim style.
1: Yes, it's very Invader Zim type of art. I have always said Riley Rosmo works best in Halloween themed books Mm -hmm. um, because Riley Rosmo had a very good story in a Halloween special with um, Deadman, with Mm -hmm. Batman and Robin. And, and it was them. it was very organic feeling yeah. with the way the art was just like seeing Harley. It works for Harley because of how crazy it is. I didn't know this until recently. Batwoman has basically been a supporting character in that story mm-hmm. with Harley Um, recently. Uh, so she has been a big part of that story and I've seen a lot of Rosmo's art with Batwoman I'm like okay some of these panels look great and then some of them just look weird because of the art style but having to look at that every single month for Tim Drake is going to be a little annoying
0: yeah i agree i don't i don't agree with the art choice um great artist but just not for this particular thing i just wish you know tim drake i feel like if you are going to continue which we said if you are going to make these characters bisexual or something you need to do something with these characters and hopefully we spoke that into the ether because it seems like they're continuing with john and it seems like they're going to continue it with tim drake here um Personally, just for a little bit of drama, I would have loved uh, some, you know, Stephanie Brown issues happening here, but I feel like that would have been like, oh, you're just making oh, Stephanie Brown toxic.
1: I will say this one thing that uh, you might want to go read, because um, there was some controversy around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we talked about the possibility of maybe Damien was not completely on board with the whole. Uh, john being bisexual thing not necessarily because he is you know anti lgbtq but he was ignorant to what that all is and like there was a story the very first story in the pride issue Mm -hmm. was him basically like thinking that pride and everything else is or was what it used to be and so like He was like, oh, yeah, we're going to a pride parade. Let me get some tear gas and all of this other stuff. And John's like, (laughs) chill the fuck out. What are you talking about? Like, (laughs) was he in the back of a U-Haul? What the fuck?
0: What the fuck? Well,
1: like, and he and he says like, uh, and this is where the controversy kind of uh, came out um, on Twitter was like, oh, that stuff used to happen in the past, but nowadays pride is all about the party. Mm -hmm. And like, it's really stupid how every single person on Twitter that wants to make a fuss about these things is like, no, being gay is a struggle and all of this other stuff. But like, there are good parts of the LGBTQ community and they need uplifting Uh, stories and whatnot like there are very dark stories of of that community go read the very last story of the pride issue it talks about um and written by uh freaking kevin conroy and his experience in getting the batman role yeah like and how that all came to be and how he was made fun of and all of that dark stuff Mm -hmm. but there were uh, a lot of people uh very angry at the uh at the notion of what they they wrote about and what they portrayed in the first story with John and Damien, so
0: yeah, I have uh since this is my like second go around with Twitter, I have been very um aware of my Twitter fingers, and I <laughs> usually type stuff out and I'm like, nothing's gonna come from this um because I saw something today about Tom Hanks talking about how he's like it was wrong for him to play a gay character back in the day and he thinks if anybody does it nowadays it's inauthentic and i'm like i don't like that standard i i'm not a fan of that standard because and and i and i was like okay this i already know the conversation that's gonna happen here is people are gonna be like straight people do not know gay people struggle so they shouldn't be able to play gay people right if you try to change it they're like no no, no we pretended to be straight our whole life so we know that struggle I'm like, but you weren't straight though So you don't know, like, exactly how it is to be a straight person, because you never question yourself, you never pretend to be fake. So not saying that that is being fake, you did it for your uh, survival, right? A lot of people have to pretend to be straight for their survival. And I totally understand that. But I think the problem is, is in Hollywood is not the idea that and we've had this conversation on this podcast before. It's not the idea that straight people shouldn't be able to play or even abled body people should shouldn't be able to play certain roles it's that hollywood needs to get on board and start hiring people that are disabled for normal roles and also need to start normal is the wrong word but for more roles is what i should say yes um and gay people should just get more roles in general like to play straight actors and all this stuff because once you start getting into this and you get people like caught up on the like well it's not fair that gay actors get to play straight and gay but straight can't play this and i'm like we should all be able to play everything we're actors like you're acting you know what i mean yeah and and i saw an argument of somebody who was in the lgbt community being like yeah you just don't know the struggle so like we had to pretend and stuff like unless a straight cis person is going to um question their sexuality they shouldn't be able to play a gay person and i'm like take that mindset and apply it to any other kind of actor so if you're going to play a murderer do you need to be on the brink of wanting to murder somebody like i don't under like it's as an actor you're supposed to try to embody the character you know what i mean Yeah. and i feel like i don't like talking about these conversations in text because everybody reads them the wrong way and you cannot express how you're thinking about it right yeah i could be wrong here I would, you know, I've had conversations with my friends that are gay and stuff, and we like to have these conversations, and we have a back and forth because I think that's the only way you learn, right? But um, yeah, I've my Twitter fingers, I I keep them fucking uh, on safety, and I just don't throw them out there anymore because I've been through that before, and it's just too much to explain, and you can't type fast enough, like especially when fifty million people are coming at you, you're just like, there's no point. So and it sucks, and I think that's why we like to talk about stuff on this podcast because I think we can shoot out a tweet. And if you don't, it just takes one person to take it the wrong way, right? Like, just with the Damien stuff that you're talking about right now. People making a controversy about it, but it's like, no, you got to think about it how Damien was thinking about it. He presumed one thing, but they let him know, like, no, it's this now. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, and, um, you know, and I think this is, I think that we I, I would love to know if the people that think like LGBT and all that stuff is all struggle, if they're older. You know what I mean? Because they are the ones that, uh, like, for me, I got to grow up with people that had to hide it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nobody in my school was gay. They were, but they were pretending. Yeah. And so they didn't come out till college or whatever. So I understand like older people ha- having this idea, like, no, we struggled. But dude, when you go to school now, kids are like, I'm gay. Like in middle school and shit, like they're open. And so there's gonna we're getting into that generation that they they know that there's still prejudice and people that hate the people that are gay, but they're not necessarily not a lot of people are necessarily afraid to be that nowadays you know what i mean so it's a new generation coming up which i love to see um you always want to see progress but yeah i'm curious on um, when you see those tweets if it is older people or if it's younger people yeah. not saying that younger people don't have bad takes because i've seen plenty of bad takes from you young people out there and i that, but um you know just as bad takes from boomers as well so uh it's a, it's interesting stuff but Uh yeah, so we have a bunch of books next week that we will be covering, so we will have reviews back. But yeah, let us know again what you guys want to see us to do if we don't have reviews for a week. Um, I think that's really going to be rare, though. Like yeah,
1: you know, I I think with with the possibility of an actual reboot coming in after Crisis, we've been very like. I, I have talked to a lot of people who are still reading more than just Batman books that are reading yeah. almost everything. And they don't even have an idea of what DC is wanting to do with these characters as a whole, as yeah. in like the whole universe. So like if we start to get like a new renaissance of books and writers and stuff in the near future, we won't have this problem. Um, it's just very rare that we don't have any Batman books to talk about. And yeah. if that's the case, then I would be OK with saying, hey, let's go ahead. And we even uh, thought about it um, near the like the beginning of the pandemic and the shutdown. Are we going to start reviewing Batman, the animated series? You know, things yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. And we want to hold some stuff off for a future Patreon and things like that. Yeah. Um. So we will have those discussions for sure. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, it's funny. We always mention the Patreon, but we have not fucking got around to it. It's just, there's a lot going on, man. Clay's trying to find more editing jobs and stuff like that. I'm trying to just get the YouTube shit back on track. Uh, I have more responsibility now at my editing job. So it's just like, oh shit. Um, So yeah, it's a lot. But anyways, Clay, what do you got going on this week, man?
1: So this next week, go check out the review for uh Jurassic World Dominion it is one that I have edited over at Slice of Film it's dropping on Monday so go check it out um uh Katie and Taylor uh reviewed that one I haven't seen the movie yet so I did get spoiled on some stuff but I was like I eh. <laughs> I've I've heard if you love dinosaurs you'll love dinosaurs but if you are really itching for a story it's not really there um, yeah, is what I've weird. heard. Um, I saw
0: these two dudes talking about how uh, Chris Pratt's like shush hand movement is so <laughs> bullshit. I've <Have you> seen, <laughs> seen that everywhere. Yeah. I've seen it everywhere. Like, I'm just—he was like, "How the fuck do you do that to two dinosaurs you just met?" Like, it makes no fucking sense. Like, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. yeah.
1: So uh, there is that. Go check out DC Alliance. We're going to be talking, of course. Uh, we we did talk a whole bunch about. The uh, Harley Quinn stuff and all of that. We talked about the Sandman trailer for Netflix, the uh, Black Adam trailer as well. Um, I also have a new episode of Ranger Alliance coming soon. We got a new showrunner for the Netflix series that's coming up. Those uh, announcements should be ramping up because the Power Rangers convention uh, is coming out in August. So we should be getting a lot of that stuff in the near future. Uh, But that's all I got. Noise,
0: noise. go follow my YouTube channel, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I have been posting a lot more opinion pieces and thought pieces, so if you like to hear me ramble uh, and just talk about different things, go check out my YouTube channel. The lewd stuff is still there if you like the lewd gaming, but if you wanna just hear my thought pieces or my thoughts on certain things, uh, definitely go check that out. I've had to incorporate these kind of videos now because the other videos are taking forever to be reviewed by YouTube. Uh, But yeah, go check these out. I had a piece on Twitter uh, recently and i've had some other kind of stuff going on with youtube as well uh i plan on doing a lot more things i am debating whether to make a video called dc has a marriage problem covering a lot of the stuff going on uh with dc and just kind of like Raphael was talking about it basically expanding upon that because i don't understand why you know why certain characters can't have relationships right um and I don't think it's just Batman. I think there's probably other characters out there too. Like has Constantine ever had a solid marriage or a solid character in his life? Um, you know, they always go back and forth with that. Although I think recently they've been pushing the bisexual stuff with Constantine as well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that one story we dropped, I think they kind of mentioned that a little bit. Um But yeah, I don't know. So I might include some stuff that I'm debating on that. If I can get some juicy, juicy thoughts and stories on that, I will definitely be covering that. So possibility for comic book ideas over there as well. I I could easily talk about this Ezra Miller shit too. So that's very possible. So yeah, go hit that subscribe button over there if you haven't already. But that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. News Weekly